on this episode of Quantum Week, October 5th through 11th, 2003. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. Quantum Week is a show in which uh, Chris and I leave into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and all sorts of stuff. Why Why the fart noise, though, to start the show? Start the new year. Just trying to do something different? Well, this is the first show we've done since the new year. That's true. I think it's a good way to bring in the new year. Was that a, that wasn't like a trumpet sound? That, that was, was, that a, was a, a fart, was like wasn't a, it? Like a gas coming out of my ass. Smell. It was ass gas. Sound. Well, Smell a sound. It's a Patreon show, so yes. uh, we want to thank you for being our patrons. Um, you get excellent quality, like fart noises <laughs> like from Chris. Happy New Year <laughs> and uh, Happy New Year. Um, this is January first. We us. are, yeah, we are recording on January right. the, the third for them, but yeah, this yeah. is our first show in the New Year. Did you see me tweet out like the wrong show this I morning? I was yeah. like, "What I the fuck is my problem?" By the time I woke up, it had already been rectified. So yeah, I I, I, I woke up today. I was like, 10 what the fuck was I doing? Thirty, yeah, ten thirty. I went to bed at three though, so that's not so bad. What were you doing until three? Oh, so my life has changed. I'm, oh. a, I'm a new person. I got a PS, <laughs> we got the PS Five, yeah. the PlayStation Five. Uh, a couple of days ago, uh, Laura got it for my for Christmas for me, and uh, uh, it's all I think about now. I'm totally obsessed. So you're and you're just you're playing Madden. I have two games. I have Madden and Spider-Man, but Spider-Man right now is, is on the shelf because I'm just obsessed with Madden. Really? I can't stop. So is it, I have, I've, I maybe played Madden 20 years ago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. It's but incredible. It's, incredible. You, can you build your own team? Oh, yeah. Like you can do, you can be the, yeah, the, the GM and all Jets, that stuff? Baby. I'm the Jets. I make trades. I make, I sign free agents. I don't give a fuck. And you play the games too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, dude. So awesome. every, basically everything you manage, everything you manage, manage yeah. the cap space, you manage everything. Yeah. 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 That, that's bad. It's all things. It's all okay. things. I'm five and three. That, Jets, that's not bad. That's pretty good, right? That's not bad. I signed a bunch of free agents. You know, Who, I'm doing the best I can. Who's your quarterback though right now? Sam Darnold. Yeah. It's a tough, it's, it's a tough. tough thing. And I, the thing is uh, in the game, I'm really good at rushing. I'm really, I'm really good at rushing and I'm really good at, uh, at defense, especially like a rush defense, mm. I'm really good. At. Mm. I'm really bad. I've always been. I've been playing Madden since I was not 12 years old. I've always been terrible at passing. Really? So yeah, I just it's just I just suck at it. And um, so I usually try to pick teams that have a good quarterback. Right. So I was talking with uh, with Ted Sellers, who yeah, listens yeah, yeah. to the show, and uh, we love Ted. Ted uh, and um, I was um, I go back and forth because Ted has it too. And I was like, what should, and he's like, you should be Seattle. You have Russell Wilson, a good quarterback. Oh, hell yeah. They have a good pass rush. Like, they have a good running back in Chris Carson. It'd be a lot of fun. But the second I got the game and I, when I put it on. You had to be the Jets. And I said, you know, I saw the Jets. I'm like, how do I, I, I got it. You I'm, have I'm to like, do it. Let's go for a challenge. It's the baby. only time they'll ever win. You got to do it. No, that's not true. But five and three. So. Wait, so who do you play? Are you playing the computer? You're playing the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, system. Yeah, I'm playing the computer. I'm doing the online gaming. I'm, I'm so, I'm so old, you know? But uh, but Ted uh, and a few other people said they want to play with play these games with me. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'll try this. I don't know. So can you can play like outside of your world? Basically, you can play online, and it does it not? It doesn't affect like your because no, I'm assuming it's a 16 not. game schedule. Oh, you're asking me, yeah, so, yeah, right. So I have and this playoffs, whole universe, right? I think it's to be entirely different. It has to be, right. yeah, because you don't want yeah. it to affect right. that. Or, and I'm assuming if someone gets hurt in right. your yeah, online it game, it doesn't. Different. Yeah, okay, cool. Different. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, when we were prepping for that uh, from that that Bloby show <laughs> that we did, the Golden Blows. Uh, Ted Ted was in a like a, a Ted and Justin and I sort of met and kind of walked through it because there are a lot of moving parts. And did, he you was, didn't meet though; you did it online. We did it online. Yeah. He was playing fucking Madden mm-hmm. as we're meeting. I'm like, you fucker. He's like, he's paying attention to Madden and right. not uh, and not the meeting. See, he's so obsessed. So when I when I play Madden, I sit really close to the TV. Yeah, and I just completely focus on that. Like I, everything else in the world doesn't exist. Do you have headphones on? Or no, you listen no, to no. The, I just play it like I'm like a maniac. You know. Okay. 
uh does laura play too she does too but she does she does like a different element of madden she plays she plays like this like they have like a storyline where you basically oh. start in high school and you work your way up all the way to to the hall of fame hopefully so you are you pick one you're one player so yeah it's like imaginary player oh so and then do you actually end up playing in the games she actually yeah, her character plays so she plays in high school and now her character's in college so does she actually she does she only can play only control her one player right wow yeah. that's crazy yeah people really want to hear about lost translation now i think <laughs> which is what we're here we're here to talk about lost translation and we're also here to talk about switchfoot the band i guess yeah I think we milked that for what it's worth. I, but I'm interested. That's why I was asking these it's questions. It's good, right? Yeah. We're also going to be doing a top 10 Bill Murray movie. Yes, we are. Yes, so we there's are. a lot going on this show. Okay. Plus, we talked video games for three minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that long. It's only been four minutes and 40 seconds since we started. Yeah. We had you fart first, so we had to talk about that. Right, a little bit. right, yeah. It really, right. really bothered you, yeah. Fine. Uh, it didn't bother me. Lost in translation. Yes. Um, This is an A movie. Oh, wow. I love this movie. It won't hit my top five, but it is really good. It's written really well, and the performances are off the charts. This is one of Bill Murray's best. ScarJo does a great job. Yeah, so a lot of times I knock movies, and I say, if you like this movie, you're stupid. Like <laughs> I've said that about a few different movies. You have covered. said that, yes. So let me uh, say this about this movie. If you like this movie, you're a smart person. The opposite is true. Really? Yeah, because there's so many... This movie is very... Uh, it's very small. Not a lot happens. Yeah, there's not a lot of plot again. There's not a lot of plot. There is some things that happen, but right, there's not a lot of plot. It's mostly it's just, just about this relationship between these two characters. Exactly, development. But it's just the way it happens and the way I think it's laid out. It's incredibly intelligent. Yeah. And um, the script is great. Uh, the performances are off the charts. They're so like good. Said, they're so good. And the directing's really good. Sophia Coppola just knocks it at the park with this, too. This is like, I mean, so I don't, I'm not, I think maybe I've seen one of her other films. Um, this has got to be your crowning achievement though i mean this i haven't seen be. a lot of her other movies either i think i might have seen marie antoinette um she did another one more recent i can't remember uh the, the, the i never saw virgin suicides maybe i saw the beguiled i might have seen that so remember i talked on the gladiator show how i saw russell crowe at a jimmy fallon taping yeah. well yeah. the next guest was sophia coppola oh really and as i talked in the show about how like russell crowe seemed like really cool and like was like just like i don't know just like up for a converse, just conversation with Jimmy, with the crowd, with whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like kind of just like like a relaxed, cool guy at a party, but was definitely like big smile on his face, having fun. Yes. Sofia Coppola looked about as nervous as someone can look. She mm. couldn't have been like, I say more delicate, but she came in and was just like, just almost seemed embarrassed to be there. Really? Was very polite and kind to Jimmy, was like, seemed like a very nice person. But was out of her element. Did not seem like a celebrity. Yeah. Seemed like, even though, you know, think about it, she's the daughter of the guy that directed The Godfather. <laughs> right. So she's grown up in the, she's been in The Godfather 3. She's had, obviously it didn't work very well for her, but she's been in movies. Yeah. She's directed movies. She's been around show business her whole life. She could not have seen more out of place. Interesting. Uh, but um, she's obviously a very bright person. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to direct this, you, you are super bright. And to yeah. write it, yes. This is a very subtle movie, and that yeah, there's so much depth and detail there, but it's it's a subtle movie. movie to, I've, yeah, to write the script is shows a lot of intelligence, I think. So what I've been doing uh, with Laura is we're doing we're going over my top 100 movies. So yeah. 100 movies of all time. Yeah. And I so I made the list. I've been working on the list for a couple months, but a lot of these movies I haven't seen in a while, including this one. So I made the list the best I could based on memory and just, you know, did the best I could with it. So I saw this movie in at 100, and I feel like I'm going to end up bumping it up. You're going to have to, I yeah, think. This yeah, is, this, is, this holds up so well. It really it's really, does. It's really good. It's really a, a fun rewatch, if that, yep. you know, uh, from that element of it. Um, it's just fun to hang out with Bill Murray. 
<sighs> like it's just like fun just to like watch him sing karaoke. It's just fun to be with him. Yes. Like, and then on the flip side, Scarlett Johansson is so good in this playing this really believable character. She's so beautiful, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. But in this movie, it's partly the way she's dressed, partly her acting. She seems so ordinary. She does. And that's who this character is too. This ordinary, really pretty girl, but like that's also just not as vivacious and beautiful as like the Anna Faris character. Right. But even though in real life, Scarlett Johansson's probably pretty, but like, oh but, yeah, yeah. But in this movie, they're act, including Anna, like they're all acting so well that you believe that they are slotted as these people. So let's go least important to most important. Then sure. I think you're exactly right. Anna Faris does this so well. That vapid, materialistic, so great. B-movie actress. It, it, she's awesome as that. Like, so self-absorbed, trying, you know, so, so not, like, no I don't think she's a B-movie actress, by the way. I think she's, like, a... a she's oh, maybe she's because like she's with Keanu, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves, she's supposed to be, like, a real yeah, actor, you're right. a major she, actress. Yeah, I guess you're right. And that's why, you know, G- Giovanni Ribisi's character is, like, Kind of fawns on her. her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. she's a big deal. She's more famous than him. But she's just like looking for such acceptance. But, yes. you know, it's it's she does that so well. You hate her like you fucking hate her. I think Roger Ebert's review. He has two reviews of this. Both of them actually are quite good. One yeah. was written when the movie came out and one was written a few years later. And he says that Anna Faris's character is enamored with her own like adorability. Yeah. Like she is in love with herself. Yeah. Like to like a wild degree. And yeah. She plays it perfect. And, you know, Sofia Coppola is writing from this from experience. She's been around showbiz her whole life. That Giovanni Ribisi character is Spike Jones. Oh, that makes so sense. That is like, that's a takedown of Spike Jones. Yeah, that makes sense. Her ex-husband. Right. Who is this like hipster, like really low-key guy that like wants to be famous, like puts himself in the bed. Like that is about as brutal a takedown of, of an ex-spouse as you'll see in a major motion picture. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but Deanna Ferris, I'm sure is a, either a composite or an actress she met. Probably. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, she must have been around that type of person all over her the whole place. whole life. Like narcissistic. Yeah. You, you kind of... To be a famous actress, you kind of have to be there must a little be bit some like of that, it, right? I mean, yeah, some of it, some weird. Yeah, you have there to must have be some weird stuff going on. Yes, yeah. Anna Faris though, also so good in observing report in a similar mm. kind of role. Yeah, someone who's obsessed with themselves. That's right. I remember now. And uh, it's, it's it's she's very she's very good. And you know, and Scarlett Johansson does it so like she, could she give less of a fuck about you know these vapid people? No, like you see her like totally turn away from this conversation that they're having at the the bar to go to go hang out with a you know a guy in his 50s who you know looks alone and kind of lost himself just to find something real yes exactly. i love find like i love that real. find some connection right she's not getting it from her husband right who's starstruck and she, also her husband who just seems fake and phony very fake and the bill murray character bob harris is completely real like to like almost to a <sighs> he just says what's on his mind he doesn't give a fuck does anybody do sort of gloomy and resigned better than bill murray um okay so i don't love when he does that i don't love when he does it in the um west rushmore excluding rushmore yeah. take rushmore out of it i don't like when he does it in the west anderson movies he falls in this trap like i think he's the worst person he's the it's the worst performance in royal tenenbaums is his you think so this i don't like when he does like the super gloomy but i like when he doesn't give a fuck and no one does that better than bill murray but he's trying like in this in this movie he's trying like he's trying to he's you see him on set 
Um, and, <laughs> and, and it's odd. No, but he's trying. He's, he's so good, man. He's so good. Oh, and it's so perfect. Roger Moore and just him. Right. Like, <laughs> but he's trying or, or with the, you know, the, the Japanese Johnny Carson guy. He's just oh like God. trying to play a lot. He's yes. trying to do. Well, kind of, but he's not though. It's like, it's like, it's a 30% effort. He's like, I don't fucking want to do this. I'll do it. Cause I just have to, I feel obligated, but he's playing it's it easier for him to do it. Yes. Half ass. Yeah. And to say no. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, is yeah. basically like how I feel all the time. Yes. That's true. It's true. It's true. This is yeah. how I react. Yes. Like, how Bill Murray reacts in situations is like how I react <laughs> when I am doing something I don't want to do. But that's what I, I mean complete, by I like half check out. But that's what I mean by resigned. Like he is over. He's past his prime. He's yes. gonna. He's making two million dollars to spend whatever <laughs> yeah, right. a yes. week in Japan right. to just do these stupid things. But he's just resigned to, to the to fact. Sell vodka. Or, that's it. Yeah. No, it's whiskey. Vodka. It's uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. To see his face on fucking you know billboards and shit. <laughs> he sees his own billboard and he waves at it I know. And that, that, I know. for some reason that, I, it had me like doubled over to hysterics <laughs> that's really good but that's what i mean it's like that resigned and glue it's like he knows where he is in his world like it's not it, he knows he he gets the world too he gets the world that he's in he knows that he's that it's not going to get better he's no. in a marriage that he doesn't love like but he's no. still he's, he's got his kids yep. he just he's resigned to it yes and he's gonna play it out yes but he's also he also has a little sense of humor about it. He's, it's dark, but there's that sense of humor about. It. I I just don't think anybody does that as well as he does. I like I said I the resi- I guess there's I don't like the gloomy one. I don't mind resign when he gets gloomy. He Maybe that's not me. the best word. It's yeah. accept- he's accepted. He does get gloomy in other movies. And he does. It doesn't work. Accepted, I guess. Yeah, resigned and like half not giving a fuck. I really like when Bill Murray just doesn't give a shit. Yes. Like that is my favorite Bill Murray. The Bill Murray you see in Scrooge, the one in Groundhog Day. Like that's my favorite Bill Murray. I love the look on his face in the beginning when he's in his bed and he's trying to sleep and his wife is faxing him shit. <laughs> he's like furniture like, instructions or something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know which uh, which shelving unit you wanted. <laughs> or, or she sends him the fucking carpet and it's all burgundy. It's, it's all right. That's so good. It's like you know yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> and he's just trying to be nice to her and she's so bitchy. He is, but you know, there's also like shit there. Like he's cheating on her. Like he, no, oh, he's not a good no husband. Innocent in this. Either. No, yeah. no, no. He's not a good husband. No, he's not. He's not. He's very selfish. He doesn't really care about her needs as much. No. And you know, the whole thing too, with this movie, like the whole, like there's this romance ass element to it, but I don't really see it as romantic. It's these no. are, but it's people just kind of like, it's almost like the intoxication of meeting someone for the first time that you really enjoy their company. And then you guys have kind of a couple crazy adventures together, but there's no stakes. So like, you know, right. If they like Scarlett Johansson is annoyed that her husband is telling her not to smoke. Right. Like she's annoyed by that. Bill Murray's only known her for a week. He's never going to tell her he shouldn't smoke. In fact, he shares a drag of the, of the cigarette with her. Right. But like if they were together for years, he eventually be like, you really need to fucking smoke all it's fucking gross. Yeah. But you know, so that's the thing is like, uh, you know, this is to my ex-wife. She would be, she'd find like a new friend and be like, oh, this is so great because yeah, there's no fucking stakes. No one's going to call you out in your shit. Right. Because it's just like this very, it's, it's so new. You guys are going on fun adventures and like, it's fun to meet someone and like have like a fun adventure, but like, you know, the next, so then she like wouldn't be friends with this person after a couple of weeks because they might call her out in her shit and she'd go, like, oh, I don't want to. And then she just, you know, so like you, there's part of me, I don't know say it's part of me. I love seeing this on film. Yes. But there is part of me is like, oh, this is like, they're both kind of fooling each other. Yeah, it themselves. Could, but not, no, it's there, but they're sort of getting the best from each other too. The best, but the best without stakes. Like there's without no, stakes. 
it's easy to get the best of someone if you don't only know them. If you know you only know them for like five days. But those things are so like beautiful though. Like I, so it reminded me of, um, I spent some time in Toronto. Barbara and I spent some time in, in Toronto a few years ago with like this team I was working on some blockchain projects for. And it was this kind of wacky group. And we, um, and this one night we spent in, uh, in the Airbnb of, of, uh, you know, of, of some of them were staying at. And we just did karaoke all night. Yeah. And I'm like, and and at the time I'm like, okay, this is the new normal. And I knew it would never be like, we would never have this night again. And it was so fun. Right. We were just laughing and fucking drinking and karaokeing. And it was just so crazy and fun. Shout singing at the top of our fucking lungs. And I knew, I knew it would never, you know, after it was done, I was like, this is not the new normal. It'll never happen again. And that's, these moments that they're having, they're, they're never going to meet up in Tokyo again and go to, you know, these crazy places doing karaoke, you know, on the 30th floor of a fucking building and this uh, overlooking the city. Like they're never doing that again. Right. It's so, it's like those moments are so beautiful because they, they, they just, they happen one night and right. then it's over and it's gone. Right. It's gone. And the person, and, but it's like, you don't, you can say and be like, I guess in some element, like maybe more of yourself because you know that, this, you're not gonna ever see this person after. Yeah, like so, that's why I think some people like to go on vacations because they can just kind of like just be them, be kind of crazy for a week, and right. there's no repercussions. There's no, there's no. And it, but then again, on the other side of it, though, I look at it like well, there's no real like if you go there alone, let's say there's no real relationship. You walk away with nothing. That's. But you have the room. You, you have your you memories, do have, but you have even the people you share, share them with. You'll never see again. But those memories are perfect because because they're they're with someone that you're seeing the best of. You're doing something new and exciting. I'd rather have the longer lasting, like my friend group, like I'd rather go hang out with, you know, I, I, I like that where you have, and yeah, they might call me out of my shit or call me an asshole. I might call them, you know, be, say, call them out for being an idiot or something like that. But like, but it's, I like that. Cause then you can talk about those memories 20 years later where like, in theory, you could never share those memories of anybody ever again. They're completely insular. I need the, I need both. I need the adventure too. I need the new experience, something that, you know, just, because you just get used to feeling it. Bill Murray is that. His life is right. one melancholy journey. You know, there's nothing that exciting in his life anymore. He's past his prime. He's not doing new projects. Nothing. He's doing this. And he didn't even want to go on this trip to fucking Tokyo. No. But $2 million right. is $2 million. Right. He said he had a, he'd rather do a, it was a play that he wanted to he, do. Yes. Yes. Which seemed, yeah. Right. But, because he probably has enough money. But then he probably right. thinks he should do. He should. It's $2 million. I and should you know do it. Is. You it. have like your wife. You have your yeah. accountant. You have right. your agent. You have everyone yeah, in the world telling to get you paid. to go do this. You're your own company. Yes. Basically, right. at that point. You, you know, you're feeding everybody else. Right. So he should do it. But he has this adventure. And this thing will tide him over. He'll think back to these beautiful moments. It'll help him get through the other melancholy dirges that he goes through. So I, I agree. I think the long-term deep relationships you have with people are beautiful in their own way, but you also need to have the exciting weird stuff that happens. That's why I like to travel. I like to go different places. I like to do a road trip. I like to go to different places for a few months or, or just experience something different. Cause it just gives you a, I used to like a- it more when I was younger. I used to have adventures like this more when, in fact, I had adventure like this very similar in, in the end of 2003. If we ever hit that week, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it. But, yeah. Um, but like I've, I, I, I don't, I guess once in a great while it'd be fun, but like the idea of like being once in a great while would be fun. But the idea of like being in maybe somebody's smelly apartment, singing karaoke <laughs> that I don't, I don't know anyone there. Like, I don't know if that's super appealing to me. Now I understand why all the characters in the movie do it. It's fun watching them do it. Yeah. And it's always fun hanging out with Bill Murray, but there is elements of movies like, ah, you know what? Maybe I would just kind of like, hang, this was, I hang out in a hotel room. It was kind of, it's very odd watching the movie now. Because when this movie came out, I was 24, and I loved it then. 
Yeah. Um, and I watched it a lot in my mid twenties. I watched this movie quite a bit. This is like on regular rotation with me and my, my friend group. Um, but I haven't really seen it since it was wild to watch it now and have so much more in common with the Bill Murray character, <laughs> not from not now in my life, but I've been in moments where I just like, uh, you just depressed or just feel like lost. Like he even says like, I'm lost. Like I've felt those things before. Yeah. Um, and I ha I hadn't felt them when I was 24. Really? You know, when I was, this movie came out. Right. So I related more to the Scarlett Johansson character, but now, oh, of course, have, when's the last time you saw this movie? Right after it came out early 2000s. So it's been a while for you too. It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's not one that, I mean, it puts me in a place. It's a very melancholy movie. Yes. Um, you know, it makes me feel a lot of stuff. So it's not what, it's not like I really seek to go and see it often. I'm so happy that we got to see it again because I got to revisit all that. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, no, even from this, I see it. I, I just, I think he's stuck. Yes. And, you know, and I do worry about, I get to a certain place even now, I guess as a 42 year old person, I worry that I'm, that I'm stuck. Like I'm not going to keep growing. I'm not going to keep learning new stuff or, or trying new things or, or building something. He's not building anything anymore. He's not really building his family anymore. That he's, right. That's already happened. He's been with his wife for 25 years. He's got kids, got a younger kid apparently. Yeah. I th- which is a little weird. I mean, stuck, I guess is a kind of an, in your mind. I mean, to me, I, like that would be a whole adventure there with your kid. Yeah, it doesn't. But it, that's not for him, though. It's not for him. And it's, it's not for me either. I mean, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind having that. Uh, we don't have kids. won't have kids. But right. if that ha- if we did have kids, like, I'd be fine doing that. But I would also need, I need to build something, grow, start something. I have that entrepreneurial creative mind. I need to do stuff. And uh, so. You don't find, so I don't, like, I'm kind of happy being stuck. I, I find the older I get, the less ambition I have. When I was 30 years old, 25, 30, I had like ambition coming out of my ears. I was just full of it. I, 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 you know, come in the world, blah, 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 you know, like move to New York, do this, do this. And now it's like, eh, I'm pretty cool. Just hanging out in my house and like fucking, you know, beating Madden and just like, and you know, I, I want to go, you know, when I do, if I do go back to work, whatever that ends up being, yeah. I want to do something that's like less financially motivated and more like, emotionally rewarding i want to do something where i can really help people i'm also a different financial place than i was when i was 30 of course yeah. um so it's like all right well what what can i do where can i where can i be my best i can do the best good for me for other people but also for myself it makes yeah. me feel good yeah so uh but I'm, I'm not as much as like i don't know i'm not driven by that like a used you seem a lot hungrier than i am i feel like i want to create and have and it's not even that i care so, i know when i'm dead i'm dead so it's not right. so much that I want something that lives on past me, but I just want to be able to look back later on in my life and be like, I did this, th- like I created this stuff. Like I, I, I want a record of the things that I created in my life so that I can look back and be, oh yeah, I remember that. That's uh, that's awesome. I, you know, I recorded 10 albums and you know, here they are and I can go back and listen to them or. Do you feel more, are you more in line with the Scarlett Johansson character or the Bill Murray character? I don't feel like she's very ambitious either. Um, she doesn't know what she wants Cause, she's right because she's stuck they're both in different parts of their life and they're both stuck yes um right transitionary she, but she's in a, a moment of transition i feel i guess i feel closer to her i that's what i thought yeah 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 but not a lot i mean because yeah. i'm still i she doesn't know what she wants i know what i want that's the difference yeah you know uh she doesn't know so she's so young in this she is. I and know. She's younger than the part she's playing too, which is crazy. Right. She's 19 and she's been married for a couple of years in, in real life. And she's been, you know, if her character has been married for a married few years, a years and she yeah. just, she's got to be at least 21, 22 years old. Cause she just oh, graduated yeah, she's college. college. Probably like 23. Yeah. She, she yeah. looks very, but it was like, it was 
it made me feel old watching a little bit because I was like, this girl is so young. She I'm, does I'm, look I'm, really I'm young. Not even like this. Like part of me is like not really not even like attracted to her. No, like, she's, she's so a kid. Young. Yeah. You know, now watching her now, she's very beautiful. Like, oh, yeah, it's great. But uh, but like watching this now though, it made me feel kind of old. I'm like feel the same way. And it made me kind of under because I remember when I watched this first time, I'm like, oh, why isn't Bill Murray, you know, jumping over this girl? What's oh. going on here? But watching now, I'm like, oh, I get it. This this there's not like. You can be, you can be like, oh, this girl's very pretty and beautiful, and this girl's really cool to hang out with. Yeah, but the idea of like sleeping with someone like you that, would feel icky. It would feel weird. And I loved how it was how uh, Coppola wrote that that he did have an affair. Yes. Like you do see that, but he respected her too much. Like yeah, she wasn't. Right, he wasn't gonna. It wasn't worth his throne. Like you know, and then it was also it was also like that girl, the woman he had an affair with was closer to his age. She was probably in her early forties. This lounge singer. Yep, and it's that's a different relationship totally different than this cool thing that that bill murray and scarlett johansson I'm, i i think this thing is like a weaker movie or a movie for dumber people would have had giovanni ribisi walk in right when they're in the bed together yeah and then it's like oh yeah. no and they have a big fight about trust yes. but then at the end of the thing you know it all kind of works out for everybody right that's what a weaker movie would have and that's kind of what you keep the first time you see this if you're used to kind of hollywood formula you, you're waiting for that but this movie is so bright and intelligent no it's gonna let it play out so believable it's such a believable the characters are so believable the situation they're in is so believable totally everyone reacts as human beings react oh my god the fucking massage scene oh, so funny, the, it's right? so funny <laughs> he just he can't get out of it he can't get out of it he just doesn't want any part of that i would feel the same way like this isn't weird and embarrassing oh the, yeah oh, like what no, I'm, I'm like i'm good yeah. uh, so so sophia sophia coppola wrote this with bill murray in mind they had a four million dollar budget she obviously it's all this place. It's all shot in location in Japan, which yeah. is a wonderful character in the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, this location's amazing. So, um, she goes to Japan, spends a million dollars doing pre-production. Bill Murray is famous. Never. He doesn't since he's gotten a big deal. I say, say this century. He doesn't sign contracts and where's an agent. Yes. He just kind of just does what he wants to do. Um, he has a hundred, he has an 800 number that people call and leave messages and yeah, he doesn't yeah, do that anymore. Then, no, no, it's okay. different now. Okay. Um, but back then he did, right. He had a, that, but basically how he got scripts is through friends of friends. Right. And he kind of just does what he wants to do. Or he has like a relationship with like Wes Anderson and Wes right. Anderson has this like a direct connection to him, but he doesn't really, he just kind of wants to just do his own thing. He doesn't want to deal with a lot of bullshit. And he, but he's true to his word. If he says he's going to do a movie, he does it. But that's terrifying to Sofia Coppola, who's like financing a lot of this herself. Right. And, you know, she's a second time director. She just made The Virgin Suicides, which is a small movie. It was, you know, put her, gave her some indie cred. And now she's doing this, really putting her neck on the line. And then, so she said when Bill Murray finally showed up in Japan, it was like, it's like giant weight had been lifted off of her. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, Because like who, but I can't imagine anyone else doing this there's no one else doing this movie. And to Scarlett Johansson's credit, you know, yeah, you probably could have had different actors do it. It wouldn't have been nearly as good because she doesn't, she never oversells anything. Ever. She completely plays this honestly and never tries to, because a lesser actress would try to like upstage Bill Murray or try to keep up with him. Yeah. But she doesn't. She just kind of just goes along how that character would behave. And it's uh, it's a really great performance by her. She, she, she does be, awesome. She's really good. I was really shocked, maybe just because she's so young that she was not nominated. That's it. She was too young. She wasn't, she didn't have, you know, it's funny because she's been nominated a bunch of times since, and this might be her best role. I think, well, yeah, I can't think of anything she's done better. She's, you know, even last year, so last year's nominated twice. She's nominated for Jojo Rabbit, and she's very good. I have not seen Jojo Rabbit. It's a good, I movie. Should it's see a it. good movie, not great, but she is, she's very good in it. And she was nominated for Marriage Story. Which I haven't seen. I know you said that's a really good one. Which I like a lot. Yeah. Um, and um, she, that's, that and Jojo Rabbit are about the same. They're both 
B plus movies. Yeah. Um, and she's she's quite good in both. She's re- I think she's a little better in Jojo Rabbit, but she's very good in both. I yeah. think Adam Driver is the real takeaway from Marriage Story yeah. for me. Um, but uh, so this did get some nomination. Um, some nomination love. It did. Uh, I think it got four. Yes, it got so it got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So along with the Lord of the Rings, which those movies don't do it for me. So that one, it was yeah. it was the it was uh, the Return of the King, which is the last one. Yeah. That one. Uh, Master and Commander. Uh, the far side of the world, which it's I not have bad. not seen. It's Russell not bad. Kobe. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gripper and Seabiscuit. So Seabiscuit is okay movie and that's fine. It got nominated. I don't I think guess. I've ever seen it. It's, it's, it's adequate. I know it's a horse, the horse movie, right? Yeah. yeah. With, with Tobey Maguire. It, it's fine. I, that's the kind of movie you don't mind seeing nominated if the field is 10 with five. You're like, I don't know. Um, Mystic River uh, or this should have won. Yeah. And it didn't. I think this is better than Mystic River. Mr. Gruber has some serious flaws. This movie's pretty flawless. Yeah, I can't think of anything wrong with this movie. It's it, the only, I mean, you might someone might say, "Hey, the st- there isn't enough plot or the stakes. There's not enough stakes here for it to." But it's not about that. It's about you know what I yeah. mean. Like I don't care. It's about their relationship developing. So, best actor, uh, Sean Penn won for Mr. Gruber. He's good. Which is, he's good. It's kind of a wild performance. Um, Johnny Depp. We talked about him with Pirates yeah, of Caribbean, right. Cursed by Black Pearl. Uh, that was fine i get it but that really didn't do it for me uh ben kingsley house of sand and fog i have seen that he he's good in it yeah i wouldn't say he stacks up with these other performances judo on cold mountain which i have not seen i know you haven't and you need to see it. it's a very good movie very uh, good and bill murray and lost translation yes yeah, so bill and i i guess i'm not i'm not offended that sean penn wins but i no. think bill murray's better it's a shame though because you know sean penn you know won an oscar for milk he won this Dead Man Walking? I think he, did he win for Dead Man Walking or not? He said two or three. I think he might have. He might have won for that. I think he won. I don't know. Um, so it's like, oh, it would have been nice if Bill Murray grabbed one. Yeah. Uh, no one from SNL, I don't believe, has ever grabbed one. Dan Aykroyd was nominated for Driving Miss Daisy. Eddie oh, Murphy right. was nominated for Dreamgirls. Oh, right. Uh, Bill Murray was nominated for this. I don't know if That's crazy. SNL actor has ever known it. Um, best original screenplay is one. It won. And it should have. It should have. It's interesting because a lot of people was improvised. I know. Um... But, Particularly with uh, with Murray's scenes, yeah, because he can. Ha- of course, he can handle that. There's, I guess the script was seventy five pages. So typically, how it works in movies is every page on the on the script is a minute of film time. Typically, it's a good rule of thumb. And this is so, like an hour and forty or something, right? right? So there's a big gap there yeah. that you can tell was filled in by a lot of Im- improvisation. The other thing in this movie too, there's a lot of shots of people being alone. So theory, in theory, they're not talking as much. True. Um, I think it's I think that's great because so much of our lives we are alone. And it's not really showcased in film a ton. There's a great scene where Scarlett Johansson is walking in an arcade. Oh, I know. And she sees people having fun. And she's alone, though. And she's not really having fun. But she has, like, a smile of amusement, which is what you naturally do when you see other people having fun. But you're not having fun. It's almost like you have this, like, you get 10% of their joy. Yeah. um, But it's not enough to really hold you over. It's just there to kind of just make this weird smile on your face. And she's kind of invading on, like, a sort of an intimate moment because there's people having fun playing video games. It's, she's she's not like she's not a part of that. She's just kind of witnessing, but although they want, know that she's but there. She wants that totally, joy. yeah. And she's like, that's trying, great Almost like trying to siphon the joy out of that. I can't um, tell you how much I love Tokyo. I can't. I love to. I want to go to Tokyo sometimes. I like to. It seems like it'd be it's, a fun place to visit. It's, it seems like a, such a crazy yeah. cool city. Yeah, I, I I I don't have a, I don't really urge to do a ton of world traveling. That's one yeah. place I, I would be very interested in going to. But that's a good scene. That's a good it's point really, where yeah. she's walking through. And I I don't I don't know if you feel like that. If you live in a rural area, you might not really. Uh, relate to that a ton because you're not around other people having fun a lot that you're not involved with but if you're in a city like when i lived in new york this would happen a lot yeah 
and you know you're walking around and seeing people happy and you i you catch yourself with this like weird like glazed look and this weird gray smile or, or you see other people having it in the street and you're like oh all right it's just kind of this proximity joy but the proximity joy though isn't very tangible like, right so you only get like 10 percent of it and it just kind of like it's like sand in your hands it's kind of gone and yeah there's yeah. nothing fulfilling from it and at the end of the day you, i think you're just kind of left with um let's see jealousy or envy but some trace little of bit that. of that yeah yeah like, you I want to participate I, that. I wish yeah. i had some of that that makes sense that um that that joy and that fun um yeah i like this movie a lot i i love i love this movie i, I said i have it number 100 laura said it was might be your favorite movie she loved it. that is huge big fan wow big fan yeah she, she was all in i just want to finish the oscar talk too yeah. it was also nominated she was nominated director uh sofia coppola was um yeah, she was. i'm sorry i did gloss over that that's okay and um uh, there was another one too uh, there was four. So, it was screenplay, best picture, director. Oh, and Bill Murray. Those have you seen City of God? I have not. Yeah, and it's good. But it's a long time ago. Yeah, it's uh, about Rio in the you know the 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 um the uh, the slums of Rio. What are they called? The uh, starts with F. In the mountaintop. So Rio is located um, below. There's mountains. Like, it's a it's a coastal city, and there's mountains above it. And so they, the favela are the uh, are the slums that are built alongside those hills, mm-hmm. and they're all like these makeshift homes built right and it's it's crazy so it's about it's kind of about that lifestyle the kind of uh, here it's life. a brilliant film once again my foreign film um uh i say knowledge but foreign film i haven't seen a lot of them yeah um and it's it's definitely a, a black mark on me for sure but that was so that was nominated for best director yes um oh uh i can't remember the director's the, name the movie yeah. i didn't get no, so seabiscuit director did not get nominated okay so city of god took its place but city of god didn't get a best picture nomination right which in hindsight City of God by film aficionados holds up very well. It does. It's people really, really speak well that movie where something like Seabiscuit, like it's kind of been forgotten about city of God should have gotten that nomination. There's another movie that was nominated for uh, screenplay and that was the barbarian invasions. Have you ever seen that I've movie? Not. It's a Canadian U S film. Actually quite good. I saw that at the time. Very good. Very good right. movie. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, the other thing, so the miss was ScarJo. The other miss I think is cinematography. That's the other miss on this movie. Yeah, it's really it's really shot shot really well. Um, yeah, and a be- I mean, I know you get a lot from the location too. Shooting in Tokyo is pretty amazing, or around around. But they were doing a lot of this on guerrilla style, so yeah, they only had four million dollars, so they're doing a lot of this stuff pretty much like shoot and go. Yeah, so you don't have a ton of time to set up the best frame. You don't have a ton of time to set up uh, a lot of things you might, especially when they were doing more like uh, on the street stuff. Yeah, when they were they were moving quickly, you know, like if that's the case, you got to hustle. You got to find a really good shot really quick. And to their credit, they almost always did. Yeah. Looks amazing. It's always really good. You give this an A? I think so, yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, 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 I'm back and forth between A and A minus on this. Uh, well, what's, wrong, what's wrong with it? What would, what would knock it down? It just, maybe this like, not enough happens, I guess. It's, I guess it's, my, it's not even a oh. critique. But, the, but, that's, but that's the intention of the movie. The movie is not supposed to be a lot, not a lot happens. Um, I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't have... Look... When you're when you're talking about these great movies, which Lost Translation is a great movie, yeah. Um, okay, so like I like Pulp Fiction more than oh, of course this movie, right? Yeah, of course. But Pulp Fiction has more flaws. But Pulp Fiction just had a higher ceiling and yeah. hit it, where this movie's ceiling just wasn't as high. No matter what this movie could have done, right? It's never going to be as good as Pulp Fiction. No matter what it did, it could. That's um, right. Because I just don't know what else you could even improve on this movie. No. But some things, you know, just like you know, it's like people, just or, or like anything. Some, yeah. you know, you're like a baseball team, like. You know, no matter how many breaks, you know, the 1998 Devil Rays got, they were never going to win 100 games. Maybe they would have broke, they finished 500, but they were never going to, you know. So just every, everything has a ceiling. And this movie's ceiling is just lower than Pulp Fiction's. But having said that, though, I've, I have no critique. And if you have this movie, 
go see it, it immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 beautiful. It's yeah. brilliant, and uh, I I can't really say anything bad about it. And maybe it's the last time Bill Murray didn't mail it in. Ah. Um, Saint Vincent was actually really good. Um, that was maybe that. five or six years ago. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's really good in that. It, yeah. Um, but there isn't much that he's done well, after let's do this. Top ten. So we have top ten Bill Murray movies here. Can I just um, tell you, I will always love Bill Murray. I will always love him, no matter no matter what. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you might be right about the uh, yeah the last great movie. It's not a lot. Um. Okay. So number ten. What do you got? So this is a little tough because it's been so long since I've seen it. Stripes. Yeah, Stripes is my number eleven. So Stripes just misses for me. Yeah. Um. Very funny movie. I'm sure people are very funny. Are, 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 I know some people love the movie. I get it. Uh, I understand why someone loved it. Howard Raymond. I, I get yes. all of it. Uh, John Candy is in that too. He is. Um, so I mean, I I totally understand. It just 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 misses. The thing too was just age. It came out. It was like one of his first movies. Like this and Meatballs. Was. Yeah. So Matt and I were probably too young to really enjoy it as much as someone who's maybe six years older than us would have. Yeah. Like if we were six years older, I bet Stripes on our list. It was on HBO a lot when we were growing up. It was, but when we were really like I said, if we were six years older, yeah. Because then we're like twelve and thirteen when it's still on HBO a lot, and we're probably laughing a lot harder. I feel like I have the same connection with Spies Like Us. It's kind of the same thing yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, I put those two together. Uh, my number ten, Wild Things. Um, Matt I, Dillon. Uh, I don't, I've seen, I don't remember liking that movie. I haven't seen oh, it it's, forever. It is wild. No movie embraces trashiness and just soaks it in and, and just like gives it a big kiss than wild things. Really? Wild things is all about just like ridiculous, like Florida Everglades, like yeah, slimy yeah. Matt Dillon's great in it. Uh, it's perfect role for Denise Richards. Unlike starship troopers, which is stupid. Yeah. Uh, this is an example of a, just slime. You want to take a shower after watching it. Does Naomi Campbell too? Who's the other woman? Who's the not one? Naomi Campbell. Oh, uh, uh, Naomi Campbell is a model. Uh, oh, not Naomi Campbell. Uh, uh, Naomi. Uh, um, uh, no, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Thank Naomi you. Naomi Campbell. Uh, right, passed, right, right. Passing the script. I think. Uh, <laughs> what's your number nine? <laughs> uh, Caddyshack. Oh no. Okay. Caddyshack's my number five. How do you have Caddyshack so low? <sighs> There's some of the drama roles that I like better. I still, I well. Plus, you know, it's been so long since I've seen Caddyshack too. I saw that a lot as a kid. Caddyshack too. is a great. Haven't seen it. It is really good. And and, but the other question is like, it it's movie or it, is it him, him in it's the movie? Not the role. It's a, see, I also I don't think Bill Murray is is he's barely in the five funniest people in that movie. Not career wise, but just in that movie. Like Chevy Chase is Ty, he plays a character oh, Ty Webb. I love Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase in Caddyshack though, as Ty Webb yes. is the funny everything he says, I'm in hysterics. There's like two or three movie three movies maybe with, with Chevy Chase where he is hysterical off the charts. Like Rodney Dangerfield's funnier in Caddyshack than Bill Murray. That's true. Uh, Ted Knight's funnier than Bill Murray. Which was Ted Knight? Is, uh, he the, he, he, is he the older guy who's the Yeah, he's like from Mary Tyler. White hair guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I, I I agree. It's not his. I, the the gopher, the groundskeeper thing is. It's it's funny. The scene with Chevy Chase is a hysterical. Yes, that scene is. And it was, I guess it was like a last minute thing they did. <laughs> the cannonball, like that that scene is hysterical. Yeah. Uh, and number number nine is uh, Tootsie. He has a smaller role in Tootsie. It's a fantastic film. If you haven't seen it, you're younger, go check it out. Dustin Hoffman. It's really his movie. Yeah. Um, Gina Davis has a role in it too. Um, but Dustin Hoffman gives a fantastic performance. He's basically a actor. Uh, that's kind of it's almost like a Miss Doubtfire before Mrs. Doubtfire, and he dresses up like a woman to get a part in right. a uh, in a I think it was a soap opera. <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know that I've seen that movie actually. Really? Yeah, I don't know. That I've oh, seen it's that. good. It's very good. Um. Okay, so that's nine. Yep. Saint Vincent is eight. You haven't seen. I have it yet. not seen that. He is. He's quite good in it. 
And it's a it's a good one. It's one of the I know is Melissa, Melissa McCarthy in there. Yes, but she's not she's not that woman that we hate. All right, she, this is she's way toned that down. She's a big reason I didn't go see it. Yeah, I, I it's good. It's totally worth yeah. seeing. Yeah, he's, good, he's got, good. Got good reviews. Got good buzz. Yep. Um, him and he has a relationship with a kid who's yeah. like they're both kind of trying to become adults together. Uh, so that's my eight. that's 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 a solid one. My number eight is Scrooged. Okay, mine's way higher than that. Scrooge, he's he's so good in Scrooge. What do you have a Scrooge? Um. Oh yeah. No. One, two, uh, six. Actually, six. Yeah. Way higher. Okay. Two. Uh, two. <laughs> two. Uh, two higher. <laughs> well, well, I'm such an idiot. Number eight. Uh, Scrooge is fantastic. It is a good uh, one. It's such a great takedown of. And I say eight, by the way. Th- th- that all these movies, I I know. enjoy a ridiculous amount. Like, right. Every single good. movie on this list is a movie that I genuinely enjoy. Right. Uh. In fact, when Matt and I were doing the list, we said top five, and I'm like, can we just do ten? Matt's like, yeah, I have ten. It's like, yeah, it's easy. It was easy to do ten very good to great Bill Murray movies. Scrooge is fantastic. It's probably my second favorite Christmas movie behind It's a Wonderful Life. Um, and I really enjoy this movie. It's very funny. Great take down of cable TV. Yes. He is such an asshole in it. He's, He's such, such a, a prick. <laughs> uh, and he just embraces it. It's so much fun. He he is the reason that movie is any other actor is in that movie. Wouldn't have worked. Movie sucks. No uh, way it would have worked. It's all him. He's great. He should I you know, that's an example of a movie that's it's it's very good. It's, I don't know if it's great. It's very good. Very good. He probably should have got a nomination for that, but he never would because of comedy bias. Which is bullshit. How, who has carried a movie more than Bill Murray and oh. Scrooge? Like on his shoulders the entire time. It's very rare. Yes. Yeah, very rare. Um Okay. Is He's, it my turn next? Yes, seven. Uh Kingpin. Yes, my seven! Perfect. How about that? That's perfect. He's so good. When it's like a toupee, like just he's bowling his toupees everywhere. It's he's so good. We've covered Kingpin, yeah. uh, on our show here. Uh, go back and listen to that, obviously. But we talk about uh, that that scene that that scene with him and Woody Harrelson bowling is <laughs> yes. maybe my the funniest scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's so um, good. it is just absolutely hysterical. It's it. He should have got a nomination for that. Yeah, uh, he could have been. Actor. He could have been supporting. I mean, it's. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's, he, that's, he's that's, so good. To so justice. Oh, what's so your six? Scrooged. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my six is Lost in Translation. Yeah, mine's higher. Wow. Okay. Uh, what's your five? Rushmore. Oof. Okay, that's my number four. I really love Rushmore. Rushmore's great. Uh, there's a few, you know, Wes Anderson we're, we're big fans yeah. of, but there's a few that are quite amazing, and that's one of them. That was my first foray into into Wes, and I saw that movie, and I was like, holy shit. This yeah, is I don't like Bottle Rocket. I think it's, it's not actually, bad. I think it's kind of a lousy movie. It's not bad. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, th- this Bruce was my first. Uh, I hadn't seen Bottle Rocket. I hadn't either. I saw Bruce first. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. Um, and he is great. The rest, uh, every other movie that Bill Murray is in with Wes Anderson, Bill Murray is not particularly good in. I don't like Steve Zissou. I don't like him in Rotten Bombs. I don't like. Ooh, I think yeah. he's good in Tiny Bombs, and I'm I'm more forgiving of him in in uh, uh, Life Aquatic, but but it's not his strongest film. Yeah. Uh, what's your number four? So one, two, three. Right? Did you just give you what was yours? What was your oh, five? My five was. I'm sorry, my five is Caddyshack. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, so now we're in Lost in Translation. Four? Is number four? One, two, three, four. Yep, Lost in Translation. If you if you write numbers next to them, it's even easier. I know. I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's how I do. It's a crazy thing I made uh, up. I just, I just thought of it now. Yeah, but okay. If I write a number next, it's, it's easier for me to. Especially if I'm doing a podcast. It's, it's makes Who it gives a fuck? I'm just saying. It's, 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 well, so, good for you. Well, yeah, you, you, cracked you, you cracked the code. You cracked the code. Code writing numbers next to a movie. Um, in a list. Uh, what'd you say again? Lost in Translation. Oh, yeah, we just talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Number four is Rushmore. What's your number three? Uh, Groundhog Day. Oof! My number one. Yeah, I mean, I knew it would be probably pretty high. It is the greatest yeah. comedy of all time. He is awesome. You're number three? Yep. 
I get. I know what one of you. All right. Um. Yeah, Groundhog Day might is the is the greatest comedy of all time. It's not, but it's very good, very good, and he's great. Greatest comedy of all time. It's not. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. I know yeah. you're going with this. The movie that you didn't, you don't love in our show. My number three is Ghostbusters, which is I'm guessing you think is the greatest comedy of all. That's time. number one. Um, I do love it. I love. You had that ahead of Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, that's sorry, two. So I'm sorry. So, so number two is Royal Tenenbaums. Me number yep, one is two. Groundhog Day. Yep. What's, your, what's your one, two, three? Yep. Uh, so Ghostbusters, Royal Tenenbaums, Groundhog Day. All right, let's have then this Lost discussion. Then, I guess so. You, on this show, we covered Ghostbusters, and you kind of... Like, it's like 11 on my list now. It sucks. I know. What I happened? hate myself for it. So I don't know. You have, but you... We've often... You've all, Which would you like better? Ghostbusters or Royal Tenenbaums? Royal Tenenbaums. And that's who you have as your number one? No, I have it number two. Because I, I didn't look at it like that. I mean, his character... You did, like, I did both. Roles? I did both. Right. Like, it's sort of a compilation of him and the movie. Because I know I got a lot of shit when I said that once for the Cougar Sets, my favorite Danny DeVito movie... Yeah, people are like, that's well, true. Can't yeah. be like, but what do I do here? It is, it is his the best movie he's in. Yeah, that's it's, how I couldn't. Hard, I, I can't just look at it like that. But right. uh, no, um, I will always love him. If he did nothing else besides Ghostbusters, the Venkman is the best. He he is the well, best the at that. Great, but if we if we, he is so good. So my number two movie on this list is the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, but if we did the roles, he wouldn't. Even, I would have stripes, meatballs. I'd have fucking quick change in there before this. Like. Yeah, he's not as good. He's, he's still good. He's still good. You think he's awful? Yeah, it's a fucking drab, he is a boring, drab. lame performance. But it's perfect. He's fucking perfect, like Danny though. Danny Glover is really good in that movie. He is. Like, yeah. Bill Murray is like, eh. But he's perfect. He needs to be that in that role. I guess. I think anyone could have been that role. He could have fucking had a old carpet but no one does it better than him no one does fucking drab he did it very well I yeah it was, I think it was nothing it was it was i don't think he checked like i said it looked like i know he really cares about west anderson film so i'm sure he it isn't the case but it seemed like he was completely checked out it seemed like he was on set for garfield yeah oh he was like i don't give a fuck Where, where's is the check cleared yet right what's happening i didn't feel that way about uh him and ten of bombs but i look at it as an ensemble and how he fits into that and you know i think he's perfect it's sad what happened to uh to him a little bit with that, right? Him just like not giving a shit anymore. You mean after? Yeah, like the last fifteen years. Oh, it's it's, a shit. it's fucking terrible. Besides St. Vincent, he's very good in that. I I, I, I just I, like, I don't get I, it. I don't I don't. He's already wealthy. So if you don't want to do the movies, just don't fucking do the movies. Just man. don't do it. May, do something else. Creative. Like he's literally mocking that behavior in this movie. He it's is. like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like, like just don't do the fucking movie, man. Like I'm with you. Like, I'd rather why not. Do rather Garfield. I, I mean, I know they beat you to sell money, but like, okay, what gonna difference do, is more money? Why do Garfield two? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you come back for more? Yes. Uh, tale of the kitty. Tale, tale, tale of two, two kitties. kitties. Is that yes, what it is? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Bill. Yeah, Jesus I just, Christ. I just don't get it. Like, he's a fucking icon. He's top. Of, like he's okay. You you say cash? Or you say, sorry? You say uh, Groundhog Day is the best comedy ever? Yeah. I, I think it's Ghostbusters. Whatever. Yeah, right, right. You're in maybe the top two comedies ever. Right. And you don't need you don't need to do any of this no. shit. You pr- do plays, do something, you know, whatever. He, he does. Uh, he did a thing on Netflix. It's Christmas with Bill Murray. It came out a few years ago. I'm not even. Oh, I think Sophia Coppola was part of that. Yeah, she was. She and had I, a small thing. Involved. No, was, I think she directed. Did she direct it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't. It was terrible, dude. It was terrible. I can't even. I don't no, want to, dude. It was terrible. I, I believe you. Like it wasn't funny. It was just weird and just boring. But at least he was. He cared. Like I guess his points for effort, but. It's it's sad, like super you know, this sad. Happened, you know, we talked about this with Robert De Niro a little bit with like this. Once the two thousands happened, these guys kind of like lost their fastball. Like yeah. I don't know, if, something must have shifted, and things changed for them. Obviously, they get older. I get there's less parts when you're older, but like I just feel like something shifted with them. 
De Niro got a little bit of his, you know, Stella got her groove back. De Niro got a little bit of the groove back. Oh, with, with yeah. like Irish. I like Irishman more than anybody else does, but like, but, but he's silver lining playbook. Right, exactly. He's he, quite good. He yeah. synced up with some better directors, I think, where Bill Murray, he's still, like, what, I don't know, what's the last good thing he's done? Well, he keeps doing all those Wes Anderson movies, and you you yeah. would expect that to, those, he tailed off. Wes Anderson tailed off, too. He did, too. Yeah. Well, that, oh, that only goes for so long. We'll talk about when we cover Wes Anderson movies, yeah. but uh, that, that kind of, it's yeah, only whimsy. unique. It only, yeah, that can only be unique for so long before right. it becomes the standard. They're having M. Night Shyamalan. You can only have yeah. so many twists before people expect the twist. Right. It's like, all right, well, you have the twist. Director. You have to do something different or, yeah. or go away. That's yeah. just, just why I like Alfred Hitchcock. Like, he was a major film director for 40 years. Like, that's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah. It's not easy to make a movie in, you know, 1939 and make a really good one in 1964. Like, it's hard to fucking do. Yeah. You know, and, and he and he did that. Uh, where, you know, it's, it's, it's except for singers. A nice transition here because I'm really good at this, I guess, now. I'm really good at segues now. Are you? Yeah. I'm when when did you learn that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from you you think from you yeah I are you good so. at segways i am good at segways really yeah when we need them i mean we don't really we're just we're we don't really just, do segways we're just i mean we're just talking so we're just, 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 we're just, we're just, just two, two buds, guys two buds two chatting guys. you're such an alien just, i'm not an alien you are just two people chatting <laughs> that's I, not I, how i say i am one of the guys i am chatting with chris i'm such a warm guy you're such a cold bitch you're you a know, cold little fish there's a difference between being a nice guy I'm being, warm too, and being a good person. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, no wait. No. I am a good person Listen, too. Talk about myself. Okay, I okay. am not a nice guy, but I think I'm a good person. You are, but you equate the two to be the same. I think you are a no, because not with me. Because I think uh, no, I think in some way, I think I'm. All, I always start nice, but I'm not always nice. If I have a very short, I give a lot of pe- people a lot of the de- benefit of the doubt and a bit of a rope. But if they go beyond it, they're dead to me. They're gone. And then That's I, a normal way to look at the world. But then I, it's a healthy way to survive <laughs> in this world. <laughs> I think, well, you wish death upon people. I don't wish death upon people. Yeah, I do, I guess. But not, I don't know. I, yeah. do, I do it more of a... I don't, I don't equate nice guy and good people the same, the same thing. I do think that you are a relatively moral person, though. And I do appreciate that. Yeah, I feel sure. like, I, like that builds trust. You're a straight shooter. We, mm. we have a lot of... I, I trust you a lot yeah. because of that. But you want me to be nicer, though. To me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind you being bitchy to everybody else, oh, but I want you to be nicer to me. Oh, okay. No, you're pretty nice to me. You're fine. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty nice. No. Yeah. Okay. You're pretty nice to me. No. Yes, yeah. I, I really do. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. I thought you were mocking me. I am. <laughs> <laughs> why? This is fun and easy. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Two reasons. Damn it. Whatever. So, did you want to segue? Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> Anything else with uh, Bill uh, Murray? I mean, I, song. I, now I lost my segue. I'm not that good at it, I guess. <laughs> I love Bill Murray because of Venkman. If he never, he is so good in that. He it's is even, so good. See, well, we also we have glossed over one of the things I was gonna do. Oh, okay, uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes. Uh, so I grew up with. I mean, huge Saturday Night Live fan to like insane degree. And Star Wars. Yeah, I, that was fun. We had to see a little oh. Nick the Lounge Singer in yes. this movie with the karaoke stuff. Yeah. But I always talk about it the 1979 to 80 season uh, because Bill Murray. Remember how SNL started was Chevy Chase was in the original cast. Bill yep. Murray was not. Yep. Chevy Chase had a writer's contract, not a performer's contract. Oh. Performer's contract is five years. A writer's contract is only a year. Chevy Chase was very smart and only signed a one-year deal. So, you know, he's doing the weekend update. He's like, hi, I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. Everyone knew Chevy Chase was by the end of the year. And he, of by the end of the year, he's getting tons of movie offers that Aqua and Belushi were not getting. Plus, Chevy Chase is more like Hollywood handsome. So yeah. he's going to get more of those roles. Yeah, of course. Um, so he got the show because he's getting like insane movie. Like, why am I going to get the show? Plus I had a one year deal. Right. So he leaves. So they filled it in with Bill Murray, who just missed out on making the cast initially. So mm. Bill Murray was a year behind these other guys. Right. And by the final year, uh, Belushi and Aykroyd had enough Hollywood clout after Animal House and yeah. everything else. 
you know, they're both doing Blues Brothers, which is John Landis. Like, it's a, it's a legitimate movie. Right. So they got kind of bought out of their contracts. NBC got them, you know, with some yeah. finagling going on. Uh, so they got out a year early. So you had Garrett Morris, Jane Curtin, Lorraine Newman, and Chevy Chase. And that's it. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Bill Murray has to play every white guy role, which, <laughs> if you think about it, in the late 70s, early 80s, Everybody in power is a white guy. Right. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's, no, but, you know, just but that's the, what's way the world was. So, you know, Bill Murray is in every scene. If you ever want to watch, they have them on. You can get stuck at them on DVDs. They're amazing. If you're a comedy nerd, um, you go watch that season and like just watch the episodes. And it's just Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Bill Murray. It is it is the greatest performance, single season performance by anyone in SNL ever. I got to go back and watch those. It's really good. You can still they're out of print. Like they're not making new ones, but you have to go get them. I I, I need to go rebuy them. I, I uh, it's one of the things I I lost in divorce. Some some couples uh whose children I, I or dogs I, I lost some DVDs. You, lost, I lost, you did I keep the dog. dog. That, that's I, a better. I got one that's dog a better trade. She got the other dog, but uh yes, I got the uh, yeah. You got the good dog though. You got Wakefield. I got Wakefield, the greatest yeah. dog of all time. Right. Um. But yeah. But go back and watch those DVDs. They are if you're a fan of that kind of stuff. They are really fun. I think. Yeah. I want to say NBC Peacock might have put them out streaming. Cool. They had a thing I think with SNL they were going to do. So check check that you know too. Um, but yeah, just watch one episode of that seventy nine eighty season and just be prepared to be blown away. It is awesome. He is so he is was so great. That's why the last fifteen years are kind of a bummer for me. Huge you know? bummer. Yeah. Yep. But um, I don't know. Maybe he'll get his fastball again before you know before he dies. Well, St. Vincent, it's kind of his silver linings uh, playbook. Kind of probably yeah, not, not quite as good. I, but I, well, I mean, De Niro got a nomination. He didn't. So I guess I can't put it in the same. It's true. But you, I wish he did more stuff like that. Yeah. I know. You not, know? Not, yeah. I mean, well, like, not, don't do Zombieland. Don't do well, fucking... Well, Zombieland is It's all right. And actually, that's a good movie. That was fun. I, if he needs to get out of his system, that's okay. Uh, but I, I don't, I'm not going to criticize someone for doing cameo. Fine. But, don't do the dead, don't die. It's a piece of shit. They, don't do... I know. I guess he's trying to do something with Jim Jarmusch, but, like, ugh. I know. He, he, did, didn't he, did pick, a, he didn't pick the right directors. No. For the later life stuff. No, he didn't. He didn't. Because Sofia Coppola, she didn't really... I mean, she by all accounts, she you know, but she hasn't done a major. No, everything else didn't make money. This is the only movie that made money. It made really didn't get money. a major awards either. Like you know, yeah. I mean, so uh, Mary Antoinette got a couple. You know, especially like some, I think some uh, uh, costume stuff or whatever. Oh sure, that makes sense. Um, but like, I don't. Has she been nominated? Like, I don't think she's been nominated again. Has she? I don't think so. No. So I mean, I don't know, man. So you're not getting the awards. You're not getting the money. Then what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, is it not fun for you? I mean. Or maybe she's just not, maybe she just ran out of great ideas. Like maybe Lost in Translation because it was such a personal story. It was her like. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, this, you know you're lucky as a director to get one, I think. I know, right. So. Right. But I don't know. Great movie. Go check it out. Yeah, definitely watch it. What the whore? This keeps again. happening. Oh, let me just tell you what happened. Everybody just bear with me. So I have a new monitor um, in here. And uh, it's actually it's in my my recording booth in there, and it has speakers in it. So my fucking um, so the sound is now defaulting to that thing, as opposed to defaulting to the fucking so podcast. Is it ever going to work again? Yeah, I mean, I just have to go into my system preferences. Can I play a sa- every Sanford single- and Son song on a horn while people wait? Yeah, why don't you do that? I think we've had enough out of you. Your song is not better than this. This song is a great song by what? a very good band who's <laughs> extremely <kidding> underrated. 
<laughs> extremely underrated. Oh, well, they're, they're rated. This is a good song. Ugh. You don't like this song? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's lame Christian rock. It, this isn't, it's not even a Christian song. Yes, they're a Christian band. No, they sound like it too. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They do not they, at all. Yeah, no, even do. their lyrics don't. Ugh. Nothing. No, it doesn't. No. What are you talking about? This is a good song. Do I offend you by not saying grace before I start the podcast every every? You know I'm not a Christian man, <laughs> and I, and actually I have very little tolerance for that type of thing. Like Creed, Creed bothers the shit out of me. All this stuff, it all sounds the same. It's like Creed rock. does not sound Incubus, this. This Incubus Creed. isn't a Christian band either. I know, but they all have the same kind of clean you're, Christian sound. You have, uh, you're right. Incubus, uh, that whatever stink for Switchfoot, and what was the other Hoobastank? stank? They they kind of have. You're right. They're very similar they're all, vibe. I, I but they're not felt, the same. I never felt less connected to music than this time in my life. Oh. This what is early wrong with 2000s, you? You had the Strokes, which I like. Don't like them. Oh, oh such my god! Bullshit, oh, easy oh, music. Oh, oh, oh. I just want to get this. Let's get this. The Strokes. Hang on a second. You like Switchfoot better than the Strokes? Well, I like this song by Switchfoot. You and then, they're underrated band. They are very underrated. So in 2011, they put out uh, a, uh, put out a great album that was uh, Grammy nominated. I listened to it today. It's very good. It's called very I love good. Jesus, so no, much. They're not like that though. They're not like that. I don't have a lot. Of t- no, they're not. They're not talking about God. They, they don't do that. This is a T. This is based on a T. S. Eliot fucking poem. He wasn't talking about God in this. We were meant to live for uh, uh, forever in God's no. arms, basically saying for more. No, for more. We're trying to be better than ourselves. Like that's not. That has nothing to do with. I mean, that's not what he was talking so you're about. You're not going to commit to the Strokes thing. You're saying you like the, the Switchfoot better than the Strokes. Name a Strokes song. I, I'm terrible with that. I, I know the album. I, I listened to the album. Um, the one that came out in uh, 2001. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember. Is that last night song? Last yeah, night. Yeah. The, the, the album. Last night. That, 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 that's not a bad song. It's okay. But it's not It's not like earth shattering. That way. album's really good. Yeah, I haven't really heard anything else besides that song that I liked. I, I've always felt like, because he's not a good singer. They're How not have you not heard that? Like, this is like, it's all well, you heard. It's like all that well, you tell had. me some of the other songs, because maybe well, I would. I'm terrible. It's off that album. I didn't, I didn't listen to it in the radio. I listened to it like someone would drop a CD. Yeah. I had the CD. Right. Um, the last, the, the CD that has last night. They're not on very it. memorable. Usually what happens is if I hear something and I listen to it, I'm like, eh, then I don't really, you know, I don't love think the about strokes, it. but I think they're pretty good. And this album is much better than anything else that came out in that four year period. I don't think so. So rock. this, this switchfoot album is, is good. The beautiful letdown. Did you listen to the album? I did. You did. You didn't like it. It's, it's actually like it's a this. pretty good album. I wish this is not a Patreon show. I wish this is a regular show. I would just mock you incessantly for this forever. You can't. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 objectively like a good album. Like it's, it's recorded not. really well. The songs are it written really well. Sounds like that same clean, boring rock. I mean, it's distorted guitar. It's not that. It's not that clean. I mean, he's he's Maybe clean is the right word, but he's, it's that same sound. Yeah, I mean, he's like that awful sound. He's not like okay. So sometimes when you listen to rock musicians or rock singers, they're more. Yeah, they're less talented, so they can't, you know, they can't, they're, maybe they got personality, but they can't hit pitch very well. That definitely happens, and maybe you think that sounds a little bit dirty or less clean or whatever. This guy can actually fucking sing, so he sounds good. Yes. They all sound the same. These, I don't these, think so. I mean, rock bands at this time, all is this generic sound. It's generic. When I say clean, I mean, it sounds like there's just like nothing else there. It's just, this is like, vapid. this is definitely like post, yeah, it's, it's kind of post. You had the Green Day shit that happened in the nineties, right? You have grunge, obviously, and grunge, right? So, yes, this is cleaner than that. that. Like recording, definitely changed the way we listen to music. Definitely changed at this time. So, so right, distorted guitar is a lot tighter, and it's better mixed um, than it was before. Emo influence too. Yeah, there's that too, which I don't like. Okay, so I do like some of that. I'm sure. Well, (laughs) the only guess. Big Death Cab for Cutie fan. I, I hate them. Some Death Cab for Cutie. His See, lyrics I, I, are I, I great. I'd rather listen to Death Cab for Cutie than this. 
Uh, there's some there's some amazing Death Cab songs. They're very That's very so very very whiny, good. and this this stuff's it's so not, boring to me. This is like so vacant. It's not, This isn't. This is melancholy. It's it's beautiful. It's, I mean, it talks about fucking loss and like wanting to be better. It's it, these are not. This is this puts me back. This definitely gives me back. This in, is back in Sunday school. This is church? the nope. Uh, this definitely works well with loss in translation. It's, oh God, yes, it does. No, oh, it's, shut up. It totally does. It's, that's fucking. That's, oh, I also want to say that's so, fucking stupid. Sovia, I don't say it often. That's that's awful take. Sofia Coppola is married to the lead singer Phoenix. Do you know that band? Uh, yeah, I like. I that. fucking love Phoenix. They're okay. They're good. Um, I, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, it, that makes sense. This this take by you is this is this is. They you, played one one Phoenix song in Lost in Translation, but it's their next album. Did after, they really? Yeah, they did. Uh, it was in one of the one of the one of the seasons they were out and about. They were because she was still, I guess, so separated from. Um, yeah, Spike Jones. Spike Jones. So, so yeah, they were they weren't married. I don't know. They were married yet. But she, there was one, and then there. But their album after uh, this time period, uh, Wolfgang Amadeus um, Phoenix, is a great. That's one of my favorite albums. I love that album so much. They, they're, they're okay. They're not one hundred percent for me, but I can I can totally get why someone would dig them. Like that makes oh, that total al- sense. That, that album, Wolfgang Amadeus, that, that's that album yeah, is, I mean, is world it's class. Fine. It's kind of boring to me, but I, but I get. It, but I but I would never shit on someone for liking that. If someone threw it on, I'd be like, oh, cool. Maybe I need it. Maybe I need to hear it again. Yeah. Um, but this Switchfoot, I mean, this is just this is a great fucking song. trash. Great, it is not. A, fuck it's that. This is not trash. trash. It's music. not boring. Where, where's your heart? How come you have no heart? <laughs> who cut out? Who hurt you? Ugh. Who fucking hurt you? This is church. a guy like he's just belting it out, like the existential crisis of wanting to be more than that he is. Like I think I, I think I know what happened here. Do you tell me? What I wasn't I wasn't having communion when I was listening to this. So I didn't enjoy. Yeah, it. you're gonna keep going yeah. off on that. <laughs> I have very little tolerance to the critic. I really do. I have very little tolerance for that. Like this, man. Like Sufjan Stevens, very religious guy. Yeah. Love his music. Yeah, really good. Even the, I, agree, I mean, Seven I Swans. That's a whole. That is a religious album. That whole thing he talks yeah. about it all the time. He, well, he's an interesting guy. But his, very his sound. See, he's like the anti this because he sounded for good or for bad is so unique. It's extremely unique. This is so by the book. Every now, fucking rock band from this time period has not, the same boring ass sound. It's not. So this is a. But you're right. It's a very stripped down. If you listen to this out, it's a four. It's four guys playing rock music and it's just that's you're right the style of the time the the amp distortion of the time the way they mix drums of the time at the time it's it is very of the time it, it is but no one was doing like it's but it's like busting fucking uh it's like busting fucking the hair bands in the 80s for the way they sound for their you know their well their, i think i think there is something to be said for not liking a particular era of music so or era or genre that existed in an era yeah, right? yeah so yeah. like some people like a lot of people say i don't like They'll say I don't like Scott. I hate Scott. Right, and I like Scott. Yeah, but like I can understand how someone wouldn't like it. I get it. It's the same like thing it over and over. I can see. I, okay, that's a good point. And and I'm like, oh, I I get that. I can see that. Um, you know, same with um, like with hair bands. Like, there's a lot of I don't I don't like most hair. I wouldn't like. I'm not a big like rock. Yeah, hair rock fan. I love Guns and Roses. There's, exactly. There's certain I'm pieces with you on that. that I love. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I get it. I was I never felt less connected because in this time, say 2000 or 2004. Yeah. Or 2000 2003, you had. Uh, boy bands dominated the radio. Yeah, you did. And you had this, like, I think is really lame rock music was your, like, alternative. It's like, oh, it's nothing for me. It wasn't until, like, Arcade Fire, you know, in 2004, uh, came out with Funeral, and then things shifted. Yeah, I can't fuck, as you know, I can't fucking stand them. So you, like, Switchfoot more than Arcade Fire, right? So much more. Arcade, they're, like, <laughs> they're such taste. an indie darling. Like Maybe your music taste is only good for... Until the year 2000, then maybe your brain shuts off or something. Bullshit. Like that. Maybe you got old or weird or something. Old or weird? Arcade Fire, they're not, they don't sound young. They sound, no, they sound, you are old. That's and what weird. I'm saying. They don't sound young. They're Arcade not, not Fire young. doesn't. They just have, I think something happened in 2000 where you lost your taste in music. 
<laughs> went, went to shit. Arcade Fire is such a terrible band. Oh, shut they up. are so conventional, and they conventional. And people think they are. They people changed th- music in 2004 with the album. People th- everything no, fucking changed. No, they this did not. Conventional shit. No, 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 no. Foot. no. Fucking lame ass. No, 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 Christian no, no. no. There are three chord bands. So- they they can't they can't they they can't expand. At their three chords, all they do is they sound it's fucking whiny. Nine thousand instruments. Nine thousand instruments. A band is like the band oh, in a season. Just because you put movie. just because you put a fucking kazoo on an album doesn't mean it's good. Those parts that they play, those nine thousand parts, aren't interesting. You can They're play as you can put as you can put it's as many insane. trumpets and Nothing. violins on that okay. shit as you want. But if you're, you're playing right three out. notes on them, it's not interesting. That's crazy. That's a terrible take. That's a stupid take. No, they it's suck. Awful. They're bad writers. They're not good. They're pretentious and they're bad they're writers. Oh, I'm Canadian that. and I fucking hate capitalism. Well, go fuck yourself. I can't argue. You stay north of the border, bitch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love how you're chastising Arcade Fire for their beliefs, but then you have no problem with Switchfoot. No, it's because they don't. They don't. They don't shove it. Genitalia in our fucking face like fucking like when Bowie fired. Oh, I'd be happy to. You get a little extra. It's a bonus. <laughs> Sorry to defend your Christian beliefs, Matt. Oh, God. <laughs> you can keep going there, but it's just I not will. the case. <laughs> no, if this song were about God, then I would totally be. I would I would say it, but it, that's not what this is about. Someone is that's not what the song's about. 2006, they were on the cover of Christian Rock. Oh, magazine so to be fair to be fair to you to be fair to you to be fair to you their their grammy in 2011 was for christian like for gospel before this album came out they were a christian rock band absolutely but they were trying to break from their they were trying to get out of that right they wanted to make they wanted to expand it wasn't that no because you could make a shit ton of money in country and christian rock a shit ton yeah you can but your audience is limited right you can you can but they think they want to do more well it's because it wasn't it's, it's not just what it's about for them. I mean, yes, they're Christians. They said later on that their songs, even during this phase, have two meanings: one for Christians and one for everybody else. And it's almost like a like a hidden like. So they almost can have double meanings. And so what? It's still good. It's good writing. It's then. fine. I have no problem. Like whatever. I guess. I, but I, I don't get that. That's most of the movies, most, most of the music sucks. It's it does a hundred percent. It's derivative. Exactly. But this is not it. This is not a. This is not a poser Christian band yeah, like trying this. to be like a rock band. No, this is an actually legit good rock band with good players writing good songs. Ugh. It's good. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. They're they're good. I, I don't tell you they're not. I'm sorry. This they, is suck. Sorry. It's tough that, that you're wrong. Music but, shit. But sometimes, no. sometimes even like, even the brilliant Chris can be wrong. If, to like this. More than Arcade Fire, The Strokes is so asinine. Arcade Fire is so bad. They're one of the worst. Like they are, they are. They should have been aborted from Canada. That's what should have happened. They should have gone with their fucking. America. They can play some, make some good music here. That is awful. That is awful. This, they, this, that's the problem. Is they would are never. Shock Switchfoot hasn't hung around. Hasn't like they hung, have run hung around. Uh, but listen, but, okay. I, I was they just to won church. a Grammy in 2011 for Church for Christian music. Uh, it's a fucking Grammy. It's, I it's, won a Grammy in 2014. Everyone has a Grammy. <laughs> you won a Grammy? Yes. Just because you have spoken word a, against Christians. It's a new topic that they had. <laughs> Everyone, not you said comedy is not funny when you lie. Don't fucking lie. Mary, Let's Eric, talk about what actually is existing. The morsel of truth in it. The morsel of truth is that Grammys are easy to get. That's why. Oh, oh yeah, so easy to get. No, but no, there's more Grammys given out than Oscars, Emmys, and Tonys combined, I believe. I believe that's a fact. I don't know. I, yeah. We'd have to look at that. Because there's so many categories. Like, they give out uh, it's still Grammys not the- for, like, best, um, um, like, book, audiobook. Okay. Like, you, it's, it's, it's relatively easy to get a Grammy compared to the other awards. That's why that's why that joke I told was funny. Oh, it was a morsel of truth. Yeah. Oh, sorry to make you laugh, man. Uh, you know, it's funny. Switchfoot. Is it? Yeah. So they also they recorded the album in two fucking weeks, and it sounds great. It sounds like it. No, it does not. It sounds like a good band who knows how to play their instruments. Actually, and it was also part of it was recorded by Chris Lord Algae, really cool guy. I use his uh, plugins on uh, when I record music. He, they like people. Uh, people have made plugins that uh, based on 
his like how he how he sounds and uh, I use some of his stuff. He, he's he's very talented. So are you shocked Switchfoot hasn't hung around? They haven't hung around. I mean, they, they have they, hung around. They, well, they, they still it. sell. They still sell. They've right. sold millions of, of albums. People, uh, people who are non-believers, are you surprised the music hasn't hung around? It's not relevant anymore. I mean, it's just not. They're, you should listen to that album in 2011. It's That's very good. fine, but they're not a relevant band anymore. So are you surprised? But what do you consider relevant? They have they prob- one album that sold a lot and nothing else since then. But they've probably sold as many albums as John Mayer, though. He sold 17 million. Is he relevant? Yes, John Mayer. Well, uh, not anymore, probably, because he passed away from fame, right? He had those three albums, I bet. He had three albums, and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm checked out because I can't really handle it. Nah, because so a comp, you could, a comp style-wise maybe is Creed. I don't like Creed. They fucking suck. I hate their music. Yeah, well, Creed, no, Creed's famous for being bad, though. These guys aren't famous for being bad. Right, or Nickelback or something. But they're probably, I mean... And Nickelback is too, though. I, I, he's bad, yeah. Yeah, I think those are bad. I so who's, who's a good probably comp? Probably would be something like that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so they're probably more of a sign. Maybe why Guns and Ro- well, Guns and Roses imploded, but they wouldn't have they wouldn't have hung right. around past the hairband days. Too. Yeah, I guess they're they're kind they, of a sign they, of their these time. These guys had a, one album that really resonated. Oh that yeah, was it. yeah, like one album that was a real big deal. Like we're yeah. never talking about Switchfoot again in the show. Thankfully, no, we won't. We won't. But they wouldn't like. So Am they, I surprised? Oh, so are you nah. surprised they had one album that was it? So, but there there are other. Yeah, kind of. So there's another band called Elbow who I really like. They're a British band. Uh, they're uh, are they uh, Buddhist. Built- build fuck off They're, they build uh build a rocket boy that album i think it's from maybe 2009 or 2010 one of my favorite albums top 10 and but they the band's called elbow elbow i don't know them. listen to listen to build a, uh, build a rocket boy that album is off the charts good all right it's fucking amazing and but they didn't really do much i mean they didn't yeah i mean sometimes it happens so, but, yeah so i don't know I, I i my taste is that their their album from 2011 now i don't remember the the album title because i just listened to it for the first time today. it's very good very good the reason these guys never went any further is because people got bored and tired of this sound. Like, yeah, maybe. The sound is generic. It sounds the same with all these bands. And people are like, you know what? I'm moved on from the sound. It's thing happened with Scott. I mean, I like it, Scott. It happened with Scott. What do you mean? Is That's it... what I mean. The same thing happened with yeah, Scott. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and, and I like Scott, but, like, but people just got kind of tired of that sound, and they moved on. I, I'm the guy that still would, you know, probably bought a couple extra Mighty Mighty Boston's albums when nobody else was. But, yeah, but this style, so... But the problem with ska is you have to do offbeats. Like that's it. It's got to be reggae based on offbeat, offbeats. Where you don't have the same. You're not really. You're not in that same box with this type of music. I think you are because all these songs sound exactly the same. So there is some sort of box here. Now maybe yeah. it's not as uh, easy to define as ska is. But it's like it's not. It's it's not alternative rock. It's not hard rock. It's not quite emo rock. But whatever this is that these bands all had in this time period, I say it's like post Limp Bizkit. Because, like, Limbisco was, like, 99, 2000, right? Yeah. Like, and then they kind of went away. And then there's this weird, like, like the uh, Kid Rock, like, that rock rack, rap thing was popular for a while. Sure. And then you had this bridge until you get to, like, more indie rock with, like, Arcade Fire and some other bands. Even Death Cab kind of took more prominence. Well, that's more indie, yeah. Right. Yeah. But for this three-year period, you had a lot of this stuff. My sister was, like, into, not Switchfoot, but, like, into, like, Incubus and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because she's, like... I liked Incubus. She's younger than me. Yeah. She's almost a decade younger than I am, so she liked a lot of this stuff, and I'm like, this is trash. Like, listen to Pearl Jam. And she's like, no, Pearl Jam sucks. Pearl Jam's for old people. So, like, there is a group of people that... I bet, I bet you will... You know, you would have some... Def- if, this was, if this was on a regular show, you'd have some more defenders. I Probably, think. yeah. Um, yeah. Potentially. Maybe not, though. Not, not with some of the... Although, not with saying Arcade Fire and... um. And strokes and stuff. That's yeah, a bad take. It's I, I they're, they're, well, you can't group them together. Arcade Fire is. I I would like the Strokes more than I like Arcade Fire. Okay. I think they that but you really that like, best song that last night song yeah. is better than anything the Arcade Fire has ever made. Uh that's 
Yeah, I, I disagree with that. But I, I, but I can see how someone. I mean, I, 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 just, I can understand that opinion. I can't understand the opinion like like that song "Wake Up." Foot. That song "Wake Up" is so bad. Oh, it is a great song. one of the worst songs oh, I've like ever heard. No, it, that's like a Nickelback song. That's, that's awful. It's such a bad song. It's just wow. one six. Yeah. Ooh, go go. Yeah, go from the major to the fucking relative minor. You go do that over and over. Yeah, that's never been done. I'm before. excited. Next time we cover another one of these uh, Christian rock bands. What? what you, you know, <laughs> you know, I, no, hopefully, hopefully, we cover another one soon. I'm well, maybe I'm going to convert. Here I am. Uh, all right, so you like Switchfoot, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I think it's not a bottom five song. I'm not going to say that, but no, it's just fuck boring no. to me. No, it's not, I'm not. It's not, not even considered, but it, this is like a C minus. The melody is so pretty. It's like we a C minus D plus song. So much more when we lost ours. That's a pretty melody over those chords. Really pretty. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't like it a little. D plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a B plus song nope. and will not hit my top five, of course, but mm. it's. I think it's a very good song. Very good pop song. In that style, sucks. Uh, so well, I was going to do something else around it, but now it's a uh, fucking. We've been arguing about it for so long that I, I, I don't. I'm not compelled to it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to talk about Drop D, but we're not doing it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I think. Uh, so we are back on Wednesday. We're back on Wednesday. With Kill Bill Volume Two, which I think we'll be able to talk more about the movie there. <sighs> yeah, it was tough. I felt really constructed. No, to, to be honest, I don't think that was one of our better episodes there. That Kill oh, Bill I think the episode was really good. You don't. You do. I was like. Mm. With because of the Kill Bill, I just didn't feel like we. I, I felt like we I shit on it. Uh, my personal stories are pretty good. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a bizarre, bizarre one. Yeah, very, very weird. No, it was hard to talk about the movie. We felt really, I felt really confined there, uh, just because. Um, but I, but, but once again, though, I think that's how people felt at the time. I don't think I did. I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long. I, I did. Know. I remember feeling like, oh, I want to get the whole thing. I don't want to. I don't like seeing things like that. We didn't see martial arts that. Like that so much, sort of the a little bit of the Matrix come out a couple years right. So you had the Matrix and you had uh, Crouching Tiger. Those were kind of yeah, sort of like yeah, it's kind of like the high time for this stuff. But but it was still new. It was still really new to to see that type of choreography. Yeah, but I like seeing the whole story. I I I was not I was not thrilled when this came out. I really liked it because I was such a Jackie Brown fan. I'm like, I want to see more of that, like the crime. That's the thing. Stuff. I did not get Jackie Brown when I saw it the first time. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He just came out with Pulp Fiction, and now he's doing this. What the fuck is going on? I didn't yeah. get that at the time. Um, it was different. But we'll talk about Volume Two uh, on Wednesday. We're also going to have um, Mean Girls next Saturday, and then we are heading Troy for our Patreon show. Right. I need to pick the song, but I don't think I know the week yet. Yeah, I got to put it into the Slack when I get home because yeah, we're doing that on Sunday. So I should probably do that. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, anything else? That's it. I think. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody. People. Yeah, I will. Uh, we'll. See. She probably thinks it's our best episode of the week. Oh, we got to do our thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, let's do that. We forgot um, last week. Uh, the first movie we covered was School of Rock. Thank good job, man. Thumbs down. Thumbs fucking down. Well, two thumbs down from us. Okay, yeah. Volume One. Uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Translation. Thumbs up. Thumbs way up. Yeah. Two way thumbs up. way up. I think yeah. we both would say we both love that movie. That's definitely the best. I'm surprised. I guess I thought that I would like Kill, Kill Bill, Bill I know. a little bit more, and it didn't hold up quite as well. It's still still very good. Still very good. Yeah, I'm a little surprised with the yeah. Lost Translation. I mean, so good. Like, I know we did separate them, and it did, did kind of confine us a bit, but in the same token, like, when you come to award season, though, that's kind of how they had to judge it. See, they they, they had not seen Kill Bill Volume 2 yet, so they had to judge it on that. And if you talk about like what's the last seat of the dance, obviously it was between uh, Seabiscuit and City of God, like we yeah, said. But yeah. we both would have agreed at the time, I'm guessing, that Lost Translation definitely deserved to see the table. I think so. And we both think, I think, should have won. Should have won. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, so we'll be back here with those three movies uh, next week. See ya.